Back here at Lawler Arena, Mike Macnick and John Leahy with you. Mike McMahon joins us, second intermission with the Warriors, leading Providence 5-1. to one. And, well, Mike, uh, I'd say that tonight certainly looks as though, uh, I wouldn't say the Warriors have been perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they've done an awful lot more than little things that didn't do last weekend, arguably hadn't really done very much of the week before either, but a lot of those little things, I mean, we talked about on the air, the play near the end of the period when you had Flanagan going behind the net to get the puck, and he beats the man and sends it out front quickly. You got a couple of plays there where they quickly turned the puck over, or Providence turned it over, and Merrimack was quick to come right back on the attack. We didn't see any, any of that last weekend up at Maine. Yeah, I just, another big thing I think, too, is just a lot more pucks in the net. That's one of the things. I, five minutes into the game, I turned somebody next to me down the other end of the press box, and I said, well, I think if the initiative was to get more pucks in the net, it's been pretty successful. I think they probably would match, uh, you know, in the first five minutes, the amount of attempts that they had at Maine in the entire first period last week. So, uh, a lot more pucks Today. I think just you know working better around the net too. The cycle looks a lot better here than it did at any point last week at all. And they've been generating chances off of that, which is something they've been able to do all year. And I guess the question is going to be, of course, uh, you know, how much are they really back? Uh, you know, Maine's not Providence, is not Maine, and so on and everything. But uh, at the same time, uh, coming off of last weekend, you, you play the games that the schedule. You got to get the job done. And, and I think that, like you said, yeah, a lot of those things, which let's face it, that they weren't doing back in the game. In November with it when they lost the Providence. They are doing them tonight. Yeah, you know, and if you can't come into a game like tonight, uh, coming off of last weekend with a little, a little bit of extra motivation, uh, I, I think you saw that the first two periods. You saw a little bit of a fire in the belly, maybe that wasn't in, that wasn't there last week. You know, I, I think last week was was a little bit of a wake up call. I know, I know, Coach Denny, he said it after the Saturday game. And, if you're a Merrimack fan, you'd rather see last weekend happen when it did, you know, and not potentially next weekend in the quarterfinals or, or even beyond there in the hockey semifinals or NCAA tournament if they're able to make it that far. So, you know, maybe you see it get out of their system now. You know, you had that one little, uh, you know, gut check weekend. And, and, you know, the last time they had, they had well, they haven't had two games like that all year, but the last time they had one game like that, they wanted a little bit of a run. They wanted a, a little bit of a run after losing to Providence. They wanted a little bit of a run after losing to UMass Lowell. Sort of the same fashion. Well, I want to talk to you. Obviously, you've been covering the team for a while, and talk to you uh, special night here, senior night. Talk about the seniors, and uh, so let's go right down the list. Just want to ask for you know a quick few sentences on each guy and, and, and your thoughts. Uh, and first of all, we'll talk about the, the one guy who wasn't in uniform tonight, and uh, his career cut short due to injury, and that's Matt Lukiel. Yeah, you know, I remember when he was getting ready to play his freshman year. I was walking out to the parking lot with, I think, Darren Yopik, and, and he said to me, he goes, Mook's, Mook's in next week or, or tomorrow, whatever it was. And I said, oh, really? I said, you know what? I've never seen him play. What, what type of player is he? And he just smiled at me and he said, oh, you'll love him. <laughs> and, and I think I, I think you, you saw that in the time that he was able to play. I mean, just a guy that goes out there. I mean, he has captain material written all over him. If, if he was able to play this year, I'm sure he would have been a captain. Uh, just, you know, leaves it, the prototypical guy that just leaves it all out there and, and could hit like a, like a freight train. <laughs> I'm going to leave the captains for last, but uh, so we'll go down the rest of the uh, the lineup. First of all, we'll, we'll cover the forwards here, and uh, again, just going down from the line chart here. So first of all, we've got uh, from Melrose Park, Illinois. He's got two goals on the power play already tonight, having a career year at the right time. Joe Gucci. You know, and he's been able to do a little bit of everything since he's been here too. He's been one of their better faceoff guys since he since he arrived. Uh, just one of the, 
uh, it certainly excels in the power play, but a really good all-around player. And I think you've seen his game really improve from his freshman year to now. And even his freshman year, he came in. I think he was another guy that with the transfer sort of came in halfway through the year or came in, in the middle of the year because of the way the transfer fell. And, and lit a spark on that team his freshman year as soon as he got here. was able to provide some offense. I think it was almost a point-per-game player that year as a freshman. And then it, it just built to a point you know, this season where he's one of the top scorers in the team and over a point per game. And on another uh, senior from Bill Rick of Massachusetts out of Austin Prep, uh, he's skating on the left wing tonight, John Jameson. Yeah, well, it's funny because you know, I remember talking to Coach Dennehy about him when, when, they, when he first got here and he said uh, you know, he was sort of unsure whether or not he was going to come in when he did, you know, as a freshman, if he was going to wait a year, and he said, you know, John came to him and said, well, I, I want to come now, I, I want to come now, I don't want to wait. I think they were sort of saying, maybe you should play a year of juniors or something, or, or prep school, and he was like, no, I want to come in now, and, and he came in as a freshman, and, and they told him he'd have to try out, he did, and he you know, walked onto the team, he, he was able to try out, and, and that doesn't happen very often, so they got said a lot about a player, and then, you know, to play 90 games and to be one of the better penalty killers that the team's had in the four years he's been here, so something about him for sure. And centering that line tonight, a senior from New York, New York, in Taft School is Bobby Kramer. Everybody sort of had their, their moments, I know they said it in, in the pregame ceremony about about Bobby as well, you know, every player sort of has those moments you look back on over the course of their career, and I think it was last year the year before against Maine. He had a big goal, a big game winner. I think it was late in the game, too. Uh, yeah, I think it was last year. It was last year, yeah. I knew it was one of the, one of the last couple of years. But a big game winner late, and uh, everybody everybody sort of left, everybody in this class has left their mark, I think, on and off the ice. I think anybody you talk to uh, about any of these seven guys, or eight guys, uh, off the ice, they, they will say even nicer things about them off the ice than they have on. And then a senior from Lorraine, Quebec, out of Champlain of the uh, Quebec League, uh, number 21, Francois Wimet. Yeah, he's, you know, he's another guy that sort of changed his game a little bit while he's been here. And he was, uh, he was one of the guys that they looked upon to, to really score his freshman year. I think he may have, may have led the team in goal scoring or, or was up towards the top of the team in scoring as a freshman. Uh, but, you know, the last couple of years has, has sort of filled a role where he's been asked to go into the corners and dig pucks out, and, and he's been really great at it. I mean, I mean, you know, at one point this year, he wasn't getting a whole lot of playing time and, and, and worked his way into the lineup and then kept himself there by doing things that, uh, you, you know, he wasn't maybe asked to do his first couple of years, going to the corners and hit guys along the walls and, and go to the dirty areas. And he's really transformed his game, I think, in the four years that he's been. And now we move to defense. And the skating on the left side tonight is a senior from North Battleford, Saskatchewan, out of Battleford of the Saskatchewan League, and it is Fraser Allen. Uh, I know we've talked about it a bunch of times, but I think if you're one of his teammates, it's awfully hard to sit in the bench next to him and not want to go out and give it your all when you just look at, at what he's had to go through uh, with, with the knee surgeries that he's had and things like that, just to be able to get on the ice. Uh, it's sort of the Camellia effect. I know that we've talked about it uh, off the air where, you know, how can you sit there on a bench and not look to your left and see him and, and what he's putting himself through to be out there for you and not want to go out there and work the tail now we come to the, uh, to the two captains. We'll start up front. Uh, I looked at earlier today and saw that this, this player is, I believe, fifth in the league in conference scoring. So he's certainly right in the mix there for all hockey East and, and uh, had a terrific career. Uh, Chris Barton, I should say, from Calgary, Alberta, of course, Chris Barton. Yeah, yeah. He was another guy that, and I think this happens with a lot of players, they change their games a little bit as, as their role changes. And I think it was his freshman year, he was probably playing with, I think, Rob Ricci and may have been Matt Jones. Uh, there was another winger on the line, but he was reaching at somebody. And he was the guy that, that was 
would go into the corners and get the pucks out for those guys. And then, you know, as those guys graduate and he moves into more of a scoring role, he's, I mean, look, he'll go down in history as one of the best scorers of programs ever had. One of only a handful of guys to have 100 career points playing all four of your years in Hockey East. I mean, that's, he's on a short list there of, I think, only seven or eight other players who have ever done that, and they've been in Hockey East for 20-something years. So, I mean, they've had, there's, there's, it has, it's been a long time that they've been in the league, and he's one of only a handful of guys to put up 100 points in four years in Finland. And the other captain this year is, plays on defense. The, the big senior from Red Deer, Alberta, scored the goal earlier this year and then picked up a couple in like two or three games and all of a sudden he was a scoring machine, but uh, it is uh, Captain Adam Ross. Yeah, I think he'll, you know, he'll certainly go down as one of the, one of the harder hitting defensemen that they've had in, in at least the last decade. Uh, and, and again, you know, like, like we said, the most of these guys have really grown, I think, as a player in the four years he's been here. Uh, as a freshman, I could be wrong, but I think I remember them actually playing him at four a couple of times as a freshman. And uh, we're sort of going back and forth about what, where he was going to fit going forward. Would he, would, he, would he move up front or would he stay, you know, back in the blue line? And then, you know, you look at his last three years here, he's been one of the more dependable defensive defensemen, not only on this team, but across the entire league. All right, Mike, uh, great to have a chance to recap and go down uh, the seniors. All. Some time left for these guys, uh, as it turns out, because of the way that they played both the Hockey East Tournament and it looks like... Uh, promising for the NCAA tournament, so a lot of hockey for these guys left to be played, but nice to, to see this rink sold out tonight and, and have an opportunity for the fans to honor them. Absolutely. I mean, hey, when, when they first got here, not only was the rink not done, but they were probably playing in front of six or 700 people every night. You know, they, these fellows, I think it's their eighth one of the year, weren't happening when these guys were freshmen, so they've sort of seen seen and been a part of this transformation uh, over their four years here and, and have been a big part of it. I mean, a lot of what they've been able to do, like I said, on and off the ice is the reason why, you know, they're playing in front of packed houses and it's a big reason why the rink is, is to the point where it is today with the renovation. Alright, thanks Mike. Say hello to everybody on the live blog at warriorrinkrat.com and the Eagle Tribune as well. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. That is Mike McMahon's been our guest here. Warriors lead Providence 5-1. to one.